Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What do you do when your partner says you look exactly like their mom? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my 22-year-old male, pregnant fiance, 21-year-old female, is crying herself to sleep again because of me. So I'm going to preface everything with I'm a security officer and supervisor with some pretty freaked up hours. I don't get off until midnight to 2 a.m. and don't get to sleep until 4 a.m. One morning I'd gone to bed at about 4 o'clock. My pregnant fiance tried to wake me up at about 8. She was talking to me and pushing me. In my sleep, I was unaware of this. I called her the B word in my sleep, lay down again, snoozing. This was probably about a week ago. The name calling is not at all intentional, nor do I believe that she is a B word. We've been with each other for 9 months now, and again, I do not actually believe she is any form of the B word or anything bad at all. She is the love of my life. Now, nothing has changed about my work schedule. She was trying to wake me up for spicy time. I called her the B word again. Now, she doesn't even want to be in the same room as me. What can I do? I don't want this ruining our relationship. I also don't want to have my work schedule changed. I love the shift I'm on. Well, it's certainly pretty awkward, but the important thing that has to be known and stated here is that it's not a voluntary thing. It's not like you meant it, you weren't actually trying to call them the B word and you don't actually mean it. I mean, if you said your piece and you've explained to her that you didn't see this out of any kind of conscious decision and it's just coming from the fact that you're completely out of it getting woken up after only four hours of sleep, what more can you do? Hopefully they can understand that you didn't mean it. If anything, she should probably stop trying to wake you up four hours into sleeping. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my 33-year-old female, boyfriend, 35-year-old male, is the father of his brother's kids, and I need help expressing my feelings to him. I've 33-year-old female been dating my boyfriend, 35-year-old male, for about nine months. We're not planning to walk down the aisle tomorrow, but we both know that we're looking for marriage and kids sooner rather than later. I'm breaking my own rules by moving in with him next month. Normally, I would never consider moving in with somebody until we've been together at least a year, because that's just a rule I have. Timing-wise, it worked out this way, but it also just feels right. He's the only man I've ever dated who I could already see myself with long-term after only a few dates. I knew he was the type of person I want to marry and have kids with, so things seem to be moving at a pace that's comfortable for both of us, but we still plan to wait a little while before taking any next steps. Last weekend, we went to a birthday party for one of his nephews. His brother has two boys. I get along great with his family, especially his brother and sister-in-law. A few days later, he and I went out to dinner and he told me he had to tell me something important. I immediately got worried because I could just tell it isn't some sort of exciting news he wanted to share. He told me he is the biological father of two of his nephews. What the? I immediately almost got up to leave. He pulled me back into the seat and was like, no, 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 let me explain. 
Then he goes on to tell me that he and his sister-in-law didn't have an affair or anything like that. His brother knows that he's the bio father. Apparently, they tried to conceive for three years, did a few rounds of fertility treatments with no luck, but couldn't afford any more. I'm still in disbelief because I can't imagine them actually asking him to father their children. He said they didn't really ask like that, but his brother was talking about all of their struggles, and my boyfriend said something about doing anything to help, donating his seed, almost just joking. After talking some more, it turned from a joke into an actual option for them. They took almost a year to make a decision to actually do it. At the end of hearing all of this, I still couldn't help but ask him why. He said men donate for random women they don't even know to use all the time. Women donate their eggs. He never thought he would donate to somebody, let alone his own brother, but he said his brother was just absolutely distraught that he couldn't father a child and he would do anything for his brother. Plus, at the time, he wasn't really thinking seriously about having kids of his own anytime soon and didn't realize how awkward it might be down the line. The only people who know are my boyfriend, his brother and sister-in-law, and my boyfriend's parents. The sister-in-law's parents don't even know. I love him and I felt like this is probably the guy I'm going to marry, but I can't help but feel very awkward about this. Maybe it's wrong, but I really don't like the idea of having kids with somebody who has kids out in the world, even though I know he's not actually in the role of their dad. I want to express how I feel to him without making him feel weird or bad about it and damaging our relationship, but need help coming up with words to express it that don't ultimately just sound like, ew. Editing to add that he's not my first boyfriend, but for some reason people are misinterpreting something I've said here and believe that's the case. I've been dating since I was 14 years old. He's not my first boyfriend. He's not the first serious adult relationship I've had. He's not the first man I've lived with. OP says they need help expressing their feelings, but to me it sounds like OP needs help finding their feelings. I don't think OP described how exactly they are feeling. I think it's pretty clear they described they don't know how to feel about this. If you feel that strongly that you don't want to be with somebody that has biological kids by any means possible, which includes via donation even if they're not directly in each other's lives, then I think the issue really here is OP's kind of grappling with their own principles and how they feel. I think OP has to decide for themselves first if this is the deal breaker or not. Once you have that figured out, it should be a lot easier to communicate your feelings, right? Our next story is, I, 29-year-old female, told my fiancé, 30-year-old male, that I'm scared of him after he screamed at me and now he isn't talking to me. So we've been together six years, ups and downs, but we had our biggest argument last night. Long story short, we were arguing about him being jealous of men on my Instagram. I told him I found it hypocritical since we hang out with people he's had sex with, a few friends they were in high school, and one about a year before we were together that I recently found out about. I'm driving and he shouts at me to let him out. Pull the car over. We're on a busy street, almost home. It's dark and raining, so I tell him no. He shouts again, pull the car over. And again, I tell him no. He then screams at me while slapping the dashboard, Pull the freaking car over. I do, and commence panic attack. I have PTSD and this has triggered past flashbacks. And though this was the first time he's done this, I can't help but feel like my safety with him is gone. I told him so, and he became upset with me and told me he doesn't want to speak with me. Am I in the wrong? Am I making too big of a deal about what happened? 
I don't think OP is being too outlandish here, and if you're in a situation where you're starting to get fearful of your partner, especially if you feel like your partner's acting irrationally, it's never the wrong thing to try to remove yourself from that situation. Our next story is, my 35-year-old male, wife, 37-year-old female, just confessed to cheating on me with her ex-boyfriend. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. And one month into us being exclusive, we've been together 13 years. Me and my wife have been together for 13 years, married for 10. We have three kids, two-year-old female, five-year-old male, seven-year-old female. This all just came out over the weekend, and I've been a wreck. I'm not sure how to handle this. My wife was 24 when we met, I was 22. When we met, we were both in school, and she was in a relationship with her boyfriend at the time. They'd been together for five years. We became friends through school and had to work on a few assignments together. Everything was very platonic. I remember asking about her boyfriend and she explained to me that they'd been together since she was 19, so together for five years, but she felt like the relationship was over. They weren't intimate much and he was somewhat emotionally abusive. He dictated her outfits, told her she was too fat, she wasn't, and always showed her other women and how he'd rather be with them. He even cheated on her a few times and was openly dating other women near the end of their relationship. She called me one day as a friend to complain about what was going on. She told me that he had told her he wanted to explore other women and felt like they should break up. She was pretty upset. I took her out for lunch and basically just listened to her and supported her as a friend. The next week, she called me again, this time to let me know that he had dumped her and he was moving out of the house they shared. I was a young dude and thought, hey, perfect. I'll be a rebound and try to get with her. Crappy on my part, but as a 22-year-old guy, I didn't care. 
I took her out to dinner and we started having regular dates. They still live together, and our conversations were heavily centered around her breakup and the drama it entailed. I'd pick her up from their house and we'd go hang out. This went on for a few weeks and we ended up sleeping together one night when I brought her back to my place. After that, I really started to develop feelings. Knowing I really liked her, I asked her to be my girlfriend. She was still living with her ex, as he hadn't moved out yet, so now I was dating a girl exclusively that still lived with her ex-boyfriend. I trusted her that nothing was going on and the relationship was dead. She seemed to really hate him. For timeline purposes, I'll reiterate that they broke up, and one month later I asked her to be my exclusive girlfriend. We continued being all about each other and I was there to support her as she kicked him out. He ended up moving out a few weeks later when he finally found his own place. At this point, it was nice to know he was fully moved out, and so we started to feel like a real relationship without any other drama of her ex. A week later, which was about a month of us being exclusive, I had planned a date night for us. We were supposed to meet at 7pm at a restaurant in town. I texted her an hour before and didn't hear back. I tried calling. No answer. I ended up driving over to her place and she wasn't home. I started to worry, but there wasn't anything I could do. She ended up calling me at 11pm that night, apologizing profusely because she'd been at a friend's house studying for finals and had left her phone in the car. She said she totally forgot about our date and felt terrible. I told her it was okay and didn't think too much about it. I trusted her. Everything went on as normal. A week later, her ex-boyfriend started harassing her, calling her non-stop. She said that she told him to leave her alone and that he wanted her back but she didn't want to be with him. It actually got to a point that he would sit outside her house for hours at a time. I was over there one day and she called the police when he showed up. She ended up filing a restraining order against him and we never heard from him again. About a year later, we had some drinks and she let it slip that she was actually over at his house the night she claimed to be studying and left her phone. She apologized profusely and told me that his mom was in town and she was trying to help him get her back. She agreed to do dinner with both of them and talk about their relationship. She was very close to his mom, so she agreed to meet them out for dinner to just talk. She said that after dinner she went back to his new place with his mom and the three of them continued talking. She said it got late and she stayed the night instead of driving home. I was obviously upset about the whole thing, but she said she had explained to him that she no longer wanted to be in a relationship with him and had moved on. She said nothing happened. Several times over the next several years, I pressed her about that night. I felt very insecure about it. Every time I asked her if she cheated on me, she said she didn't. She said she just went over there to talk and fell asleep after she called me. She said she felt terrible lying but was feeling bad about everything and was so fresh out of her breakup that she didn't know how to handle it. But she stayed firm in her claim that she had never cheated on me, even though. We ended up getting married and having three kids. This past weekend, I pressed her one last time about that evening. I told her something wasn't sitting right with me after all these years. It randomly popped into my head and I asked her one more time, what really happened that night? I'm not sure if I believe you or your story. It just doesn't make sense. She broke down crying, and I knew. She explained to me that she never wanted to tell me the truth. She said she did go over to his house with him and his mom, but his mom ended up leaving and they sat and talked about their relationship. She said that one thing led to another, and they ended up having sex on the sofa. She said she was confused about her feelings. 
being two months out of her five-year relationship with him and dating me. She said that she hadn't processed the ending of that relationship and was confused about what she wanted, as he had dumped her but was then begging for her back. She told me that they had hooked up, then she called me as I was calling her non-stop worried about her, and she ended up staying the night there and went home in the morning. After that, she told him that she didn't want to get back with him and they needed to stay apart. I know it all stopped because very clearly she was avoiding him and went as far as getting a restraining order against him in the following weeks. But now here I sit, feeling shattered. She confessed to lying to me for the past 13 years and had been gaslighting me. Every time I asked her about that night, she denied anything inappropriate happening. I started to feel crazy and insecure and had accepted that I was just losing my mind. But now I know that she did cheat on me that night. I suppose I can make excuses for her, telling myself that I began dating a girl who had just been dumped by a guy she was with for 5 years, accepting that I was a rebound and she was still even living with him in the beginning. I believe her that she hasn't cheated any other time and there was just an overlap in her relationship with him and myself. That being said, I'm still severely hurt by the lie and I'm feeling very confused about how to feel about this. We've been together for 13 years, we have 3 kids, and we've had an otherwise great relationship. This new information is all so much. I'm even considering divorce here. After 13 years, finding out that she cheated on me during our first month of being exclusive, and then lied to me about it this whole time? I'm a wreck. I know I need to process this before I take any action, but I wanted to share to Reddit for some perspective and clarity. She's been apologizing profusely and had reassured me over and over that she feels terrible and that she only lied because she knew it would never happen again, knew she wanted to be completely done with that relationship after that night, and was just confused in the beginning transitioning from a 5 year relationship with him to a new relationship with me. She understands why I'm devastated. She also keeps reminding me that she was young, hurt, confused, and didn't know what she wanted until after that night when she realized she wanted to be completely done with him. I'm certain she hasn't stepped out on our relationship any other time. If I were to ever question anything, it would have been that one night where she disappeared and I didn't know where she Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns she was. After that, I always knew where she was, who she was with, and I've never had any reason to suspect anything was wrong. Do I need to slow down and work on forgiving her? Or does this sound divorce worthy? I love her with everything I have, and we've built a family and life together, but this is the hardest thing I've ever had to learn. So this is really conflicting, because I feel like anybody in OP situation would obviously be devastated to some degree that they've been lied to for 13 years. But kind of just like how OP said, well, I was a 22-year-old guy, so I didn't care if I was trying to move in on somebody on a rebound. They also were a lot younger than two. They were in a very conflicting situation. And I mean, it sounds like there's remorse here. 
If OP feels absolutely confident that there is not another single moment ever that they have ever had to worry about her stepping out in any way, maybe it's for the best to try to just move past this. I'm not going to fault OP if they can't get past it, if they want a divorce, but it was so long ago, the circumstances were really conflicting, and you said yourself you have no fears that there was ever another even close incident. Is it worth blowing up what you have with them now, 13 years later, and your family? Our next story is, I, 37-year-old female, can't make my husband, 38-year-old male, understand that us arguing is a waste of time. My 37-year-old female, husband, 38-year-old male, was able to keep working from home after the pandemic, but I had to return to the office. That means he's now around when our son, 8, arrives from school. Before that, we had to get my mother to help us out when we were working, or compromise our budget to hire a housekeeper two to three times a week. This new dynamic has led to many arguments when I have to work late and I'm not back on time to take over the responsibilities of tending to our son. However, as much as I try to understand that my husband can get exhausted from all the extra parenting he's been doing, I can't understand why he would choose to argue with me about how I could be more present or leave work earlier or try to negotiate a hybrid work arrangement instead of taking the chance to have some time for himself once I'm home. I don't know why he'd choose to waste time chit-chatting and bickering about my 20-minute tardiness when he could be doing anything he wants like taking a bath, or meditating in silence, or dedicating himself to a personal project. I tried to tell him that. I tried to make him realize that there's no point in us arguing over time balance, because that leads us to nowhere and ends up impacting on the little free time he has. He doesn't seem to understand me and apparently believes I'm not taking his concerns seriously when I say that arguing is a waste of time. Am I missing something here? Is there any other way I can approach this or other way to move forward? I just think it would be good for OP to try to pencil in some time for when they can listen to their husband's concerns. Like I get he's wasting his time and breath and all that trying to bring up concerns or issues he has, but I think it would definitely be beneficial to try to schedule some time where you both can actually communicate and try to collaborate. That probably would be a pretty good first step, I think. Maybe hear him and his feelings out a little bit? Our next story is, as an adult woman, 41, should I tell my overbearing mother about all of my vacations and trips? I know this sounds weird, but my entire life, my mom has been overprotective, overbearing, and a constant worrier. I am not married and do not have kids. I live alone, but go back to visit her at home often. I used to travel for work in my 20s, and my mom never liked it, but didn't have a choice. She would constantly call, email, want to know where I was, and when I would arrive or leave safely. If I didn't respond to her after a few hours, she would panic. But I got used to this. I'm in my 40s now and she's retired. I feel like the older she gets, the more she just focuses on me and my life because she's bored. I went on a job interview a few years ago in another state and told her about it. When I got back, she was really sick. I took her to the hospital and they said nothing was wrong with her. I kind of felt that she got sick from worry about me moving away for a job. I didn't end up getting the job. I live on my own about 30 minutes away from her, but she still constantly wants to know what is going on, where I am, etc. I'm planning a trip to Chicago in a few weeks to visit some friends, and I'm thinking not to tell her about this. She'll just worry and I'll have a bad time. Is this wrong? I keep thinking in my head, what if something happens to her while I'm away and I need to fly back? The one time I hide my vacation is what I worry about something will happen. 
But on the other hand, if I tell her about it, she will worry unnecessarily, and I'll just have a bad time anyways. What do you all think? When you have to start worrying that you might cause them a legitimate medical issue just because they're worrying about you, I do think that's the time to put them on an information diet. I think I personally would rather gamble on the very low chance that something does go wrong on this vacation, rather than the very high chance that they're going to freak out a lot if you do tell them. This next story is, was banned from my gym because I asked my trainer to please respect my time. So I've been working out at a gym for a year and a half. During that time, the owner, I'll call him Steve, and I trained together for a five-month period, and then I switched to a newer trainer, I'll call him Joe, because Steve was horrible at respecting our scheduled times. More recently, I started working with Steve again just one day a week, while also training with Joe the remaining four days, because Steve assured me Wednesday was an easy day for him, so there wouldn't be any schedule conflicts or people coming in like there had been when we trained originally. But after a month of this, again, I noticed this pattern of cancelling sessions, or not letting me know that he couldn't make it until 10 minutes before a session. On Tuesday of this week, he told me he might have a scheduling conflict on Wednesday at the time we would train. I say, okay, just let me know. At 9pm on Tuesday night, I text him to check in. He says he hasn't heard back and he'll let me know as soon as he does. The next morning, I still haven't heard from Steve. I got ready to go to the gym, and 10 minutes before I'm supposed to be at our session again, I reach out after not hearing from him. He responds, we'll do next week. At this point, I'd already moved my plans for the day. I understand that is my fault, but I feel frustrated, so I just sent him a message saying, okay, please let me know next time, which to me was a gentle boundary. I was still understanding that we had to reschedule, but asking for what I need in the future. Steve completely blew up over text message saying, Sorry, I just found out 15 minutes ago. I'm sorry I'm busy and have other things. I assured him that wasn't disrespectful. I'm saying I'd appreciate if you respected my time too. This led into a huge meltdown from him, saying, Never mind all the times you cancelled on me. I don't even want to train you. Just work out with Joe. I very rarely cancel on Steve, but every time I've let him know ahead of time and also paid for the session so it wasn't a waste of time for him. After he said that, I told him, if you're not going to respect me as a friend, I'll let you know as a gym goer, this is completely inappropriate and not a way to run a business. I appreciate all your help and I respect you and Joe a lot. If you don't feel you're being paid enough, let me know how much I need to pay you for it to be a mutually beneficial situation. At this point, he tells me he doesn't need me or my money and said, we thank you for your business and the year and a half you've given to our business. We wish you the best of luck. All that after I've gone to this gym five days a week for personal training sessions for a year and a half. At the end of the day, I texted Joe, whose family co-owns the gym with Steve, just wanted to check in. Me and Steve had a tiff. I think we were both having a bad day. Does tomorrow work? He responded and said he had heard a little about it and that he was going to talk with him about it and we should take the day off and he would get back to me about our Saturday session. Now, Joe and I get along great. He's my age, mid-twenties, very nice guy and he has a lot of integrity. I know he's fair. 
My problem is I'm trying to take the high road but already know Joe is hearing lies from Steve and all I want to do is send screenshots to prove I didn't say or do anything crazy or even remotely bad enough to get banned from a business. I mean good freaking lord, all I was trying to do was stand up for myself in a situation where I was seeing a repeating cycle of disrespect. Should I just move on? I really feel hurt and upset about this and I don't like the idea of being seen as a bad guy in this situation. Give me all the advice because I have absolutely no idea what I should do. So, considering this is partly owned by Steve, depending on how like affordable this is, how good of a system it is for OP, maybe it's still worth it just for their general health to try to keep going as long as Joe allows it. But part of me would be like, if you're that put off and this guy was that bad to you, why do you even want to keep going to a place where part of that money is still going to Steve, right? Our next story is, my 24-year-old female, fiancé, 26-year-old male, called me mom and said I looked like her. I am weirded out by my fiancé's words. We've been together for 8 months. Yesterday, we were messing about with Snapchat filters when we got to the one where it makes you look old. He literally said, oh my god, you look exactly like my mom. I looked absolutely nothing like her besides the skin tone. We're both South Asian. A few weeks ago, he also called me mom during an argument we had. I told him that I felt weird about it and he said it was an accident and it was only because I was being bossy and it reminded him of his mom. He is incredibly close to his mom, tells her practically everything and I've never thought much into that until now. I don't know if I'm overthinking this, but I feel incredibly weirded out and since then, I've been acting off with him and he's starting to notice. What do I do in this situation? I mean, I think if anything, OP needs some time to reconsider that engagement eight months into this relationship. I'm not going to berate them or anything and say, oh, it's too fast or whatnot. But all of a sudden, if you have something like this pop up and you're engaged to the person after eight months, might be worth trying to slow your roll a little bit. Our next story is, I'm a 28-year-old male and my 26-year-old female girlfriend slept with her ex on New Year's and is now pregnant with either my or his child. My girlfriend and her cousin slash friends went out to a New Year's festival thing which I didn't go to due to having an early start at work on New Year's Day. I set an alarm for midnight to wake up and call her and tell her happy new year, I love you, let me know if you need an uber home or anything etc. Then I went back to sleep. Supposedly as she was leaving the festival, she bumped into her ex-boyfriend. This is a guy who used to beat her up, cheat, threaten, I've seen the photos of the bruises she'd taken, a real piece of work. Despite knowing this, her cousin said nothing to her or to me as they decided to share an Uber back to his place and ultimately have unprotected sex. The following day, she wouldn't answer her phone until 2 in the afternoon, which I just assumed was because she was hungover or tired or whatever. Three weeks went by like normal until she found out that she had missed her period and had been feeling sick in the morning. Her chest was tender, she was tired all the time. We went to the pharmacy and got a test, which she did when we got back home. She was pregnant. She cried. She said she had to go home and wouldn't even look me in the eyes. I just assumed that maybe this is a normal reaction for this kind of news? Emotional? She told me what happened that night and I've been freaking devastated and numb ever since. Three years gone just like that. To him of all people. She's saying she wants to keep the child, and I am stressing out. I don't know what to do. If it's his, she's stuck with a psychopath for the rest of her life. Him and his family have been threatening her and her family to terminate the pregnancy. If it's mine, I'm not sure what to feel. 
I'm being robbed of having a chance to raise a child with someone I love and trust. I also want her to consider abortion, considering she's still so early in the pregnancy. She has taken the morning after pill a few times before, but now she's telling me that it's morally wrong to do that now. What the freak does she know about morals? I feel like I'm being held hostage in a relationship that I want nothing to do with. If it's my kid, I won't let it grow up without a father. I will take care of it, but I will never be able to trust her again. What do I do in this situation? I'm going crazy. She's not answering me most days. The only thing keeping me together is my mom and dad and work to keep my mind busy. Well, I mean, the first and most obvious question is, were you using protection? You know, can you be the father? I would just say before you sign on anything, before you agree to anything, before you take this kid as your own, you need that paternity test. You need to know the DNA matches. I would also say considering you don't want to be with her, you make it known to her now you're not going to be with her regardless of whether it is your child or not. Don't have any daydreams or aspirations that we are going to be the ones with the white picket fence. If it is OP's kid, I wish them the best of luck and I hope they're a great father to that kid if they keep them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.